You're listening to the Course Report Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Course Report is the most complete resource for coding boot camps. On our site, we have thousands of reviews, hundreds of interviews, and a full directory of every coding boot camp around the world. On our podcast, we're sharing everything you need to stay up to date on this blossoming industry. Whether you're a bootcamp founder or a future student, we hope you'll learn something on the Course Report podcast. Welcome to the November 2023 Coding Bootcamp News Roundup. I'm Liz. And I'm Jess. And we are from the Course Report team. So that means we spend our days helping students choose the best coding bootcamps for them. But each month we round up all of the most interesting bootcamp industry news that we read about and chatted about in the Course Report office. And we share it all with you. Yeah. um, But first off, we really want to let you know that we're going to be hosting our next live Q&A with four bootcamp alumni who work in AI this coming Wednesday, December 6th at 1 o'clock p.m. EST. Um, These bootcampers work in UX, data science, fintech, and then software engineering. And all of them are now using AI on the job. So as always, our panelists are going to be answering your questions live. So RSVP to join the conversation and get your questions answered about how to level up in your career with AI. Yeah, we really hope to see you there. And Jess, what else are we going to cover today on the November episode? So we'll start with news about a few fundraises in the bootcamp space and some news about online program managers or OPMs, as we like to call them. We've also got a lot of news about apprenticeships and Mm skills-based hiring, and we celebrated Veterans Day this November by reflecting on some of our favorite interviews with veterans who graduated from coding boot camps. So we'll tell you about a couple of our favorites, along with a few initiatives to support veterans who are breaking into tech in 2023. And of course, we're going to tell you about six new boot camps that we added to the course report directory this November. Liz, let's kick off this episode with a few big fundraises and gifts that we saw this month. Absolutely. First up, London-based Spotted Zebra, which is a skills-based workforce management platform, announced a £7.7 million Series A this November. The investment was led by the pan-European VC firm Nauda Capital, and Spotted Zebra is going to use that money to further its mission of solving global skills crises. It's our third month in a row talking about Mackenzie Scott, and this month she awarded $5 million to the organization Skills for Chicagoland's Future, also known as just Skills. According to the Joplin Globe, Skills is trying to expand its reach to other communities in the U.S. where unemployment is high. And that wasn't all. Jobs for the Future announced a $20 million donation from Mackenzie Scott as well. So congrats to those organizations. The Mackenzie Scott Foundation is on a roll. Mm -hmm. Perdocio Education, which owns Digital Crafts and now Coding Dojo, had a great quarterly showing. And they attribute that in part to their recent acquisition of Coding Dojo. Q3 revenue rose 6.8% from the prior year to $179.9 million, which easily beat the $167 million analyst forecast. 
That's awesome. And at the tail end of this month, Startup Daily reported that the Aussie sales training bootcamp Early Work raised $1.5 million in a seed round. Congrats to Early Work. Congratulations. And the Web3 education platform Rise In has acquired Web3 edtech company Blockbeam. Blockbeam has been focused on college students in the U.S., so Rise In will be able to expand their program into those existing university partnerships. Throughout 2023, there has been quite a bit of shakeup in the OPM world. November brought some more news about the major players in the OPM game. So let's start with the latest about Wiley. For sure. So Higher Ed Dive reported that Academic Partnerships is buying Wiley's OPM business for $110 million with an additional $40 million if they hit their revenue targets and 10% of the common units of Academic Partnerships' parent company. They're hoping to wrap up the sale in early 2024, and Wiley had announced this summer that it would be focusing on its research and publishing business, so this makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. Academic partnerships niche is with regional public universities, and so this will expand its network to more than 125 colleges if it is approved. And here's an interesting new partnership. Podium Education has teamed up with Intel and Charity Water to offer a four-credit program called the Global Tech Experience, or just GTE, through over 50 universities. Um, The program debuted actually this summer, and it reimagines an internship. Students are placed as team members of Intel or Charity Water, kind of like in an intern role. And then from there, they learn skills through projects and they learn about data, coding, and digital marketing. So, so that, cool. yeah, so that test batch was this summer, those test cohorts. And it sounds like they're really going to roll it out um, at the end of this year and the coming year. That's amazing. And finally, there was a lot of To You news this November. Most importantly, To You and USC, the University of Southern California, announced that they would be parting ways this November. Um, that was a pretty big partnership, but USC was facing lawsuits over their online master's degree in social work. And then To You also announced that their longtime CEO, Chip Palchek, has stepped down. Paul Lallier, who is previously the company's CFO, has assumed that CEO role now, and Palchuk is going to transition to being a special advisor to the company. That's great. So he will still be somehow involved into you. Mm, somehow, yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about news around skills-based hiring and apprenticeships, Liz, because they're both still getting a real push in the U.S. Joining so many other U.S. states, Minnesota announced this November that it's ending degree requirements for most of its state jobs. And then in Oregon, there was a historic vote that unanimously approved a new apprenticeship pathway to attorney licensure in addition to the traditional bar exam. So while this is not like coding bootcamp oriented, it's still a nod to this larger skills-based trend that we're seeing. Um, But why has it become so important to shift the focus away from degree requirements now, Liz? Well, even more important than the lifting of degree requirements, which we've seen that trend, you know, really gaining steam over the last two or three years, I think even more important right now is the shift towards skills-based learning. 
in an HR Dive article this month, Catherine Moody reported on a Udemy report, which showed that employers are opting to focus on skills over degrees when it comes to filling jobs, especially when it comes to the growth of generative AI. Um, according to the employers that they surveyed, the top 10 surging skills that professionals know that they will need to train up on include OpenAI's ChatGPT, of course, cloud DevOps engineer certifications, Microsoft Azure Synapse Analytics, um, and then DevSecOps and software design. And a new survey out of Denmark and highlighted in the Chicago Booth Review emphasizes this need to upskill and reskill people right now. So in Denmark, 2% of the GDP is put towards policies that support skills training and internships for jobless workers. What was really interesting about this Danish study is it shows that people who completed classroom training were able to make the most headway in their careers. So they were able to either like make a career change, find more work hours, and presumably Presumably, we're thinking they're finding better salaries. So it wasn't just the internships that were the most impactful. It was actually like those yeah. longer classroom experiences. That's such interesting news. And I feel like a coding bootcamp is kind of the perfect blend of that mm-hmm. in-classroom experience plus the, you know, on-the-job training. And um, so really, really cool to see that. And Multiverse has partnered with Burning Glass to dive into how the U.S. can increase economic opportunities. In November, they found that nearly 128 million workers across the country face challenges on their path to upward mobility. And those challenges include not having a college degree or being in high turn, low wage jobs that may be automated away soon Within that multiverse and burning glass model, the U.S. could see 830,000 new apprenticeship opportunities each year. And these apprenticeable occupations, as they call them, pay more than high-turn jobs, which means that apprentices could earn $28.5 billion more in wages each year. The nonprofit coding bootcamp Merit America has created a new apprenticeship program called Skills to Staff through UPRO, which is a job placement firm. This new apprenticeship program is aimed at Merit America alumni specifically and includes a registered apprenticeship pathway directly through the Department of Labor, which is so cool. So cool and so key to real funding. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this week, FE News posited that investing in skills boot camps is a pragmatic response to the challenges presented by AI and can significantly contribute to the overall adaptability of the workforce in the face of technological innovation. They point to Code Institute, which is an online European-based boot camp, as a solution in Europe. Nick Curry, the senior manager of Emerging Tech Pipelines team at AWS, wrote about why their on-the-job training program really works. Nick originally built the AWS apprenticeship program as a way to recruit military vets, but they've actually grown it to include upskilling their own employees, such as like employees who work in the Amazon warehouses. Apparently, they just celebrated their 1,000th um, AWS apprentice. So that program is definitely going strong. Yeah. (laughs) That's amazing. And then another recent survey that was commissioned by AWS found that 73% of employers are prioritizing hiring workers with AI skills. These employers also said that they are willing to hike pay levels for workers with AI skills by 43% for sales and marketing roles, 42% for finance roles, 
37% for legal, regulatory, and compliance roles, and 35% for HR roles. Wow, those are some really big numbers. Seriously. And we are definitely seeing lots of new AI upskilling courses rolling out this fall. Um, Cognizant announced its new training initiative called Synapse with a commitment to training 1 million people worldwide in basic digital literacy and generative AI. The Synapse program will include a skills accelerator training where high scoring participants will be shortlisted for a specialized Cognizant train to hire program or interview with Cognizant or one of its Synapse partners for a job. So that's great. Um, there will also be apprenticeship opportunities and corporate training through Synapse. So it's a pretty comprehensive program. It goes from just skills training to you could actually land a job at Cognizant or one of its partner Very cool. um, employers after. Well, in honor of Veterans Day this November, Jess, let's talk about some of the skills training initiatives specifically for veterans that we've been seeing in the news. Yeah. So we were just talking about skills-based hiring initiatives earlier in this episode, and the need for skills-based hiring is also important when it comes to helping military vets land civilian jobs. A November 8th report from McKinsey & Co. concluded that by taking this approach, the U.S. workforce could add $15 billion to the U.S. economy over a 10-year period. And we heard of two programs this month that are helping veterans get meaningful employment. One is a careers boot camp in Des Plaines, Illinois, which was created by the local casino specifically to teach veterans how to interview, create a portfolio, and land jobs at local organizations through sponsored networking events. And if you were watching the Rose Parade, which I don't think I was, but um, (laughs) if you were, you may have seen the Coding for Veterans float. Coding for Veterans is based in Ottawa, but will have its first U.S. cohort starting in early 2024, and students will be able to use their GI Bill towards that program. Very cool. Love it. And in other news, we were just so excited to hear about a new in-person tech bootcamp aimed at increasing diversity in the industry. The bootcamp is Dark Mode, and it's based in Charlotte, North Carolina, with its first cohort in February 2024. I believe they're accepting applications now for that February cohort. So apply if you're looking to learn locally and um, upskill or reskill into tech. Well, in addition to dark mode, I think it was a pretty quiet month for new school announcements, but we did hear of a new boot camp in the UK. Yeah, so FE News reports that the School of Coding and AI has set up a new boot camp for students specifically located in Shropshire. Um, This program is going to be funded by the UK government. I feel like a lot of these British boot camps have Mm -hmm. good UK funding, just on a side note. Absolutely. Well, I think the idea of skills-based training and apprenticeship and really like funding those programs is already pretty widely accepted in the UK. So Mm -hmm. that that makes perfect sense. Probably take a page out of their book. Definitely. (laughs) And Jess, which six schools did we add to the course report listings this month? Yeah. So we added a few international boot camps like Sigma Academy, Sales School, and Go My Code. We also added U.S. boot camps, New Haven Code Academy and Portnov Computer School. And we added Mission Impact Academy, which we mentioned last month's episode, um, which offers AI training to women. (music) 
Well, Jess, let's wrap up this November episode, how we wrap up every episode, um, with our favorite pieces that we got to work on for the Course Report blog. What was your favorite piece in November? Yeah, so I was so lucky. I got to speak to two military vets this month about how they like made a career change into tech. The first one, after getting out of the service, uh, Jesse took on a job at a post office, but definitely wanted a career with more runway. So he enrolled in the online cybersecurity bootcamp at Full Stack Academy and then landed an entry-level tech admin role at PwC. And that's going to line him up for like a cybersecurity analyst position in the Such future. an amazing start. Yeah. Totally. Um, and then I spoke with Chris, who is an army vet, who enrolled at Sabio's in-person coding boot camp in downtown LA. Chris was able to really lean on his military experience and landed a role soon after boot camp as a software engineer at a consulting company that works with the government and um, like the Department of Defense. And both of these veterans that I spoke with were able to use vet tech to cover their boot camp tuition and give them that stipend, that living stipend. So just really great to hear actual stories of how this is working on the ground. And Liz, what was your favorite piece that we published this month on the blog? Well, I got to catch up with Karam Varani, who is the co-founder of Lighthouse Labs. Lighthouse Labs is celebrating their 10-year anniversary, and Karam is definitely one of the first boot camp folks that I spoke to in this industry, like, truly 10 years ago. Um, and, you know, a lot has changed about the Lighthouse Labs curriculum and a lot of new government partnerships, but Lighthouse Labs has also grown with a lot of integrity over time over these last 10 years. And so their education philosophy really hasn't changed. We got to talk a lot about that and also just what's on the horizon, um, what's coming up, what they're going to, you know, be adding into the curriculum in the upcoming year. And so if you're interested in Lighthouse Labs or, or in a Canadian boot camp, then definitely check that piece out to kind of understand how they're approaching the boot camp model. Mm -hmm. It's a good one. And that does it for our November podcast episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. You can keep checking in on Course Report for the latest about online and in-person bootcamp opportunities. And we'll see you next month on our December episode, where we're going to be rounding up all the biggest news from 2023 and the biggest trends from 2023, as well as sharing our predictions for 2024. So you don't want to miss it. Yes, absolutely. And you know, we love feedback. So please email us your thoughts at hello at coursereport.com. And if you enjoyed this podcast episode, then please help other future boot campers find it by going to iTunes, subscribing to the Course Report podcast and leaving us a review. We will see you in December. Bye.